one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. It's Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news for the CMA Awards, new music from Ashley McBride, and an interview with Matt Friedman. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of September 11th, 2023. You're listening to All Country News. This All Country News podcast is brought to you by Beach Life Ranch Festival, the three-day festival in Redondo Beach, California, which celebrates the coastal cowboy in all of us. See Brad Paisley, Winona Judd, and more at this year's festival, September 22nd through the 24th. Get your tickets at beachliferanch.com. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Have to kick things off with, of course, the CMA nominations with Lainey Wilson leading the pack. You can check out the full list on our site, but some really amazing highlights go to, of course, as I previously mentioned, Lainey Wilson, who has six nominations as a first-time nominee. And she now ties Merle Haggard and Miranda Lambert with nine nominations in a single year. Alan Jackson holds the record with 10 nominations in 2022. We also have so many more amazing artists who are nominated, such as Chris Stapleton, Luke Combs, Kelsey Ballerini. I can absolutely not wait for this night. It is going to be so insane. Make sure you check out the full list on allcountrynews.com now. Stagecoach announced their massive lineup for 2024, and it is absolutely killer. It features incredible artists like Eric Church, Miranda Lambert. The list goes on and on. Make sure you get tickets for that if you haven't already. It's going to be a show you do not want to miss, and you can check out the full lineup up on allcountrynews.com now. Congratulations are in order for Hardy and Lainey Wilson, who just received their platinum plaque for weight in the truck, which is probably the most epic way to kick off their new tour together. The photo from this, which you can see up on our site, is so cute. They're standing side by side, and you can tell that they are backstage at the show What an incredible way to kick off an amazing tour. If you haven't gotten tickets yet, make sure you do now. This is a tour you're not going to want to miss out on. Speaking of tours, Tyler Childers just announced his Pilot's Mule Pool 24 tour, which will kick off next February. And as if that wasn't already exciting enough, the support acts are incredible. It'll feature 49 Winchester, John R. Miller, a personal fave of mine, Miss Allison Russell, Hayes Carl, Medium Build, and Sylvan Esso. Again, if you plan on attending, make sure you map that out now because this is another one you're not going to want to miss out on. That's not the only touring news I have for you. Riley Green announced his Ain't My Last Radio Tour, which will kick off in 2024 with incredible opening acts Tracy Lawrence and Ella Langley. Tickets are in sale this week and will kick off Friday, September 15th at 10 a.m. local time. This next one is your heartwarming piece of news for the week and will 
definitely need a Kleenex for this one. Morgan Wallen lit up the night for a brave young cancer warrior who attended one of his shows. A beautiful young woman named Kenley had the most magical night with Morgan, filled with the most unforgettable moments. She had backstage access, souvenirs, and even met Bailey Zimmerman. However, the highlight was of course meeting Morgan Wallen himself. You can check out the incredible footage for that up now on allcountrynews.com. If you live on country music social media like I do, you already know that Zach Bryan was arrested for obstruction of investigation in Venita, Oklahoma, about an hour northwest of Tulsa. And he was very quick to respond to everything that happened, very apologetic. If you haven't gotten to see that yet, it's all up on his socials now, or you can check it up on our site as well. Country music paid incredible tributes to Jimmy Buffett over the last two weeks after his passing. It has been so incredible to see how many lives he's touched. Obviously, he's a legend. He has so many fans. But there are so many people that he partnered with and had friendships with in the country music world that I wasn't even aware of. And every tribute has just been absolutely beautiful. It really just shows what an incredible human being he was. And we have compiled those up on our site. If you're interested in reading, I highly recommend. He seemed like such a wonderful man. And these tributes show that. I have another heart warmer for the week, and that was Jelly Roll, who invited a wheelchair-bound fan up on stage. The footage from this is so sweet. Please make sure you head over to our site now to watch that. It is, like I said, another heart warmer for the week, and so special that he would pull a fan out of the audience like this. World-famous Tootsie's annual birthday bash is happening in Nashville and is going to feature Oliver Anthony, which was crazy to me because we all know his overnight success, and Jamie Johnson, as well as so many incredible artists. It is a free event, so if you will be in Nashville and want to attend, that is happening on Sunday, September 17th. And like I said, this one's going to be a good time. There are so many incredible artists attending, and you never know who might show up in the crowd for a surprise. Let's get to some new music this week. First up, have to kick things off with one of my personal faves, Miss Ashley McBride. She released her latest album, The Devil I Know, and it's one of those albums that I'm going to refuse to give you specific ones to listen to because it is just that perfect. It is stories of life's ups and downs and is absolutely incredible. There are also some super killer features on it. Make sure you check it out. This next release, also a super heavy hitter, Tyler Childers, who released his new project, Rustin in the Rain. And this one is so incredible. I mean, it's to no surprise to any of us because everything he touches turns to gold. But some personal faves of mine that I definitely think you should check out is Space and Time and In Your Love. Both incredible tracks, but the whole album. Really need to listen to it to get the full picture. Make sure you check it out. 
This next release is super fun. It is going to be your drive around town kind of song. You have to put it on, turn it up, and put the windows down. And that is A Thousand Horses' new track, Highway Sound. So incredible, and I think it's a perfect way to end summer and kick off fall. Naomi Cook Johnson released her latest track, Livin' Ain't Killed Me Yet. And I feel like this is a totally different side of her that we're seeing. Totally different sound than Runaway June. It leans more on the pop country side, but still has all of that classic country feel to it. And it's just, it's all about only having one life and living that life to the fullest. And I think we can all agree that is a message we can get behind. It's a super fun track. Make sure you add it to your weekend playlist. Chris Stapleton released his new song, Think I'm In Love, which will be on his forthcoming album, Higher. And I'm literally obsessed. This is one of my favorite parts of country music. It is so soulful and soul and country for me go hand in hand. And he literally knocked this one out of the park. I mean, no surprise, he does that for everything. But this is, to me, kind of a new sound for him. And I am so here for it. I have had this one on repeat. You are going to be obsessed too. This is definitely your must listen for the week. Tyler Hubbard released his latest track, Back There Right Now, and if you're a huge fan of him, this one is still going to be up your alley because it is that very classic kind of Florida Georgia Line sound that he has taken with him into his solo career, and it's all about enjoying the simple things in life, and I really love that message because I am a firm believer that it is about those small things in life. They really add up, and you know, the big things can be really great too, but sometimes it's those little things that really just hit the spot. This next release I have been so excited to talk to you about. Colby Calais released her new song, I'll Be Here, and it features the one and only Miss Cheryl Crow, and it is an incredible song. It is all about having the back of those who you love and just always being there for them. And it's so special. And I mean, how could these two ladies not create the most killer track together? This is another must listen for the week. James Barker Band released their new track, Champagne, and it is a breakup anthem. I love the lyrics of this one. You know, it's that song to your ex about, hey, I'm not broken up about us not being together anymore. I'm fine and I moved on, but it is so much more cheeky than that. I absolutely adore this one. And I think this one is literally sing-along potential. At their shows, people will be scream singing this back to them, and I will be one of them. Austin Snell released his new EP, Muddy Water Rockstar, and I think that's the perfect title for it. Like, that sums it up so well. I mean, the lyrics, the sound, this is definitely a rock country EP through and through. So if that is your bread and butter, you're going to want to take a bite out of this one. You can listen to all the new music I just mentioned here and out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist. Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Colin Stowe with his new song, Promised Land. And this is like 
a country 80s, 90s kind of vibe film-wise, and it shows all of those kind of classic and stereotypical country outings like rodeos and there's motorcycle riding and all sorts of fun stuff. Make sure you check this one out on allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media. I am so excited to throw it over to Bobby Dixon, who sat down with the incredible Matt Friedman. You can hear that all here now. You are from Philly. I need to know when I go, where do I get a cheesesteak? Oh, so I I always I tell people the same thing. I have uh, I have my favorites. I'm a Geno's over Pat's person, okay. um, but there are other places. There's one called Angelo's that okay. I think if you really want the proper treatment, that's where you should go. Um, but if you really want to step your game up, you go out to uh, in the suburbs. There's a place called Steve's uh, Prince of Steaks. That's the uh, that's the local insider tip. So I love it. I love it. Well, also. I feel like it's going to be a very big year for the Eagles. What are your predictions? Uh, do you have a fantasy team? Did you draft Kelsey? Like, what's your take this this season? I would take Jason Kelsey at every position. If Me I could. too. He's my favorite. <laughs> oh, is he really? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm a massive, you know what I mean, uh, Travis fan. But the two right. of them, I mean, bless their mother. What a handful. It's unbelievable. The podcast content is great. I haven't watched the um, the show on Netflix yet. Have you seen it? You know what? I haven't. It's on my to-do list, but their podcast is so funny. And I love when they bring on their parents because <laughs> their 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 parents are funny too. I'm like, oh my gosh. How do I how do I get myself into this family? This is wonderful. <laughs> no. No, he's uh it's funny, like having grown up in Philly and been a diehard sports fan, like Right now, we, we have it good with the Eagles. It hasn't always been this way. We've lived through some weird years. And he's sort of been that uh, that rock that's kind of seen the bad, but he's also been the you know the patron saint of being the good leading up to the Mardi Gras speech after we won the Super Bowl. So um, he's the dude. No, I love it. You can't forget about Santa Gate, too. The family I used to work for, he was from Philly, and I would bring that up every season. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're, we're, we're a passionate we're a passionate people i know i love it but i always love to ask people there is so much music out there right now and i feel so lucky to be a spotify premium user because i listen to so much but what is on your playlist like what's your go-to these days oh my gosh um i'm weird i'm all over the place i grew up playing uh the trumpet in the jazz band when oh, i was younger and um i was a drummer in a pop punk and emo band for 10 years so i'm i'm all over the map i have like 432 hertz focus music for you know a lot of my day and then i'll do podcasts but um i'm very much like a mood based yeah. uh person but um, the thing, the thing that I love most, what I'm really feeling like my best is any, any artist or songwriter that can just crush me with honesty is the most important thing. And that could be just through music without words. If someone like Miles Davis, Coltrane can do that through their playing. And uh, one of my favorite songwriters ever is a guy by the name of Travis Meadows. Um, okay. who's just, he can just speak and you know and read from the you know from the bible <laughs> read the phone book yeah, yeah right? read the phone book and he could just kill you with it but um 
So I don't know. I try to gravitate towards just honesty, you know, same. I mean, I feel like I'm a good balance of like music you would listen to on the boat and stuff that makes me like just cry. So my family's like, why do you make yourself cry? I'm like, it feels good. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I understand, like, mom. Stop listening to this sad crap. I'm like, mom, come on. Like, I don't know. I grew up on Prince and Guns N' Roses and a whole lot of Fleetwood Mac. So, oh, nice. You know, so I really gravitate towards, you know, I mean, a good beat and a good story. But I learned something new about you. You were a quarterback back in the day, maybe a backyard quarterback now with your girls. But talk to I me guess. about how you balanced music and, you know, sports and then ultimately, you know what I mean, chose kind of the music path. Yeah, I um so growing up, I was a um, I was an athlete. I was a coach's kid. Um so my dad was, uh, you know, football, basketball and baseball coach. So I didn't really have much of a choice. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, I, I tried to uh, I, I tried to balance like right and left brain. So uh, to take it a layer deeper, I'm adopted. So um, I had it was kind of it's unique now as an adult kind of reflecting on a lot of these things. But um, I definitely gravitated more towards like the arts and performing and music. That's just what speaks to me. Um, but growing up in a household of, you know, with a younger brother who went to the Naval Academy and being competitive and, you know, athletic, um, I went to college on a football scholarship as a quarterback and my junior year blew my knee out on one play and couldn't kind of had to like retrain myself to walk again for about 18 months. So um, after that picked up the guitar and I was like, maybe this is the time for me to really kind of sink into that. And uh, you know, ended up, you know, joining a few bands and um, you know, playing the drums and some, but writing most of the songs and writing for artists in Nashville over a period of time. So music became the, the lifelong sport, if you will, that I could play. I love that. Yeah, I'm also a coach's kid. My dad is yeah. just retired after 35 years of track and cross country. I cannot run a mile to save my la life. So needless to say, my dad was very disappointed. But now he's excited I'm doing this. So <laughs> awesome. I, was, I was never an athlete. But, you know, after you made that transition, was there a song or maybe an artist that really kind of inspired you to go all in? Um, you know, I know for me, thinking back, to like super early, like Miranda Lambert. And that was kind of what made me fall in love with country music. And you know what I mean? I love her regardless of any scandal she may have. Um, so yeah. was there someone like that for you? Uh, I can directly point it to two people. Um, there was a guy that I was just kind of looking through YouTube one night. This is probably 10 years ago. Um, I had been writing and trying to find a publisher in town, just submitting ideas and working with other artists and doing the, the co-write thing for a long time. But there was a guy, a video on YouTube that I saw, and it was some some guy in like what looked like an Italian restaurant um, somewhere in town, and he was singing uh, this song, and it happened to be my favorite Kenny Chesney song. is a song by uh, the name of Never Wanted Nothing More, if you know it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, the lyrics are just too good. Like, there had to have been multiple people who wrote this song, so I looked it up. And 10 years ago, I discovered this guy named Chris Stapleton who wrote that song. And I watched this video of him performing it at this little Italian restaurant for like Beaver 1079 or whatever the local station was. And I was crushed. I'm like, that that moment changed 
everything for me. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you can't it, see it next to me, but I'm building all of this behind me. I have all of my Chris Stapleton vinyls literally sitting next to me. Oh, is that, do you really? Yeah. I mean, he's, that's like my guy. Like he can make me cry. He can make me laugh. He can make me dance. So I love that you kind of have that similar pull from him. Have you met him? No. It's on the bucket list. I actually want to meet his wife, I think, more than I want to meet him. But did you go to the, uh, he had that wonderful collection of everything at the Hall of Fame. Did you get a chance to go down there and see it? I have not been there yet. Um, no, we, uh, I'm going to see him uh, October 6th in, uh, in Pennsylvania. And, um, but my wife and I, like, my my oldest daughter, we used she would fall asleep to the Traveler album every night before she went to sleep, and so he's a he's a big deal in our house, almost a member of the family, it seems. So I love it. Yeah, we got to see him at Stagecoach this year, and I was wild. Everybody was like <laughs> so excited. I'm like, do you not see who was on there. But I think what's so interesting about him, and I think it gives a lot of encouragement to you know, I mean, people that might feel like they're too old to do this artist thing, is he started so much later in life. And I just watched an interview with him and Josh Turner kind of celebrating 15 years of your man. And the fact that that was Chris's number one, first number one. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like he's just such an inspiration, but does he also kind of inspire you when it comes to songwriting? I mean, I feel like he can personify anything like walking your dog. He would make sound awesome. (laughs) I mean, vocals aside, it just so happens. He is the, it's my favorite voice maybe ever um, other than maybe two or three others. And, you know, we'll get into Drake white in a second. He's probably (gasps) number two on that list of my heroes musically, but um, yeah, it was the songwriting thing that led me to him. Cause I was again, trying to figure out who wrote, you know, never wanted nothing more. And when I realized that, then you go down the the rabbit hole of, you know, some of the other guys like Mac McAnally and, um, you know, uh, Wendell Mobley and these guys that wrote these iconic songs. So for me, that's the core of what I do is, is a songwriter. Um, but yeah, he, he do, you do, re- do you remember the first song you wrote and would you still release it now? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking that question because sometimes I get a yes, but most times I get a hell no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no, they all kind of blur together. I can point to a time in my life when I was writing a lot of songs, probably when I was about 16 or 17. Uh, it would be really incriminating to dig up some of those old files, but <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love I it. I imagine I, could, I would release any of them. I know. Well, you also bring up Drake White, which I consider him such a hidden gem in town. His new song, Ladder to the Sky, was definitely one of my favorites last week. And speak of somebody that can really just put an emotion to an everyday feeling. Um, So chat with me. You know, you said he was like a hero of yours. Can we dig into that a little bit? Still is. Um, Of all uh, this, this comes probably of no surprise if you've seen him play. And obviously, you know, it sounds like you have. But his shows to me are on a smaller scale what Kenny Chesney shows are in a different version because they're both very like religious and spiritual things being there, especially if you're a fan of the music and you know the songs. But Drake, Drake's like a, he preaches, you know, he takes you to a different place. Um, it's, it transports you. 
And uh, we've uh, a good friend of ours in town, Nick Williams, um, was his guitar tech and played acoustic for him for a while. So we've um, we've spent a good time, a, amount of time, you know, hanging with them and on stage during their shows. And um, the guys are so sweet and they're so talented. And Drake especially is just such an icon that uh, he, to me, just can do no wrong. I his know. delivery is incredible. His timing, the songwriting, and just kind of the soul that he puts into the songs is um, it's just very inspiring. So I love that. Yeah, no, he's definitely one of my favorites I've ever seen. He was here in Chicago. I don't know, it was a while ago. But yeah, you're right. It was very much going to church. It was like a pre like I wouldn't even say preachy. It was just it was an experience. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah. I also know that you are a proud girl dad. I love a good girl. But what's the hardest thing about balancing it all? I know your girls are young and that is chaotic. So how do you balance it all? What's like a good tip you have? I, I try my best. And uh, uh, my wife, Lindsay, is the conduit between my life spinning out of control and my life being completely stable and flatlined. Um, so we've been, uh, we've been together for almost 20 years. Actually, this this week is 20 years that we've been together, not married, but together as a couple. Okay, remember that date. <laughs> the, you're like, right yeah. now, you're like, oh, you're you're right. I need to write this August, August 23rd uh, of 2003, um, I helped her move into her dorm room. And uh, I told her the first day, I told her best friend who introduced us that I was going to marry her. And she wanted nothing to do with me for the first. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So I really had to work for it. And I respected that. And, uh, you know, on and off for about 20 years until we were married, we're going on 10 years this year. So, um, oh my yeah. God. I love that. Do your girls have a favorite song of yours or how do they react to that? I mean, like I mentioned, my dad was a big coach. So like going to my dad's games and being part of that world was really fun for me, but I can't imagine having a dad that has a bunch of guitars or instruments laying around the house. Do your daughters love music? Has one maybe gravitated towards it or are they like, no dad, like I don't want anything to do with this. They're, uh, it's uh, They get to see it kind of from a cool perspective and I get to observe them observing it from a cool perspective too. I don't force anything on them, but we have guitars laying around. They all have the, you know, the little ones, we have a piano in the house that's always being played. There's always music being played. So it's, it just kind of is immersive. Um, when I'm home, there's always something musical going on just by, you know, by proxy of living in a musician's home. But um, I wrote a song called Free Fall for my daughter. Um, the rule is in our house, when you turn five, you have a song written about you. Because then at that point, I've learned hopefully something about your personality and who you are. Um, that started with my oldest Harper, who's now seven. And uh, I wrote the song Free Fall when she turned five about her uh, that's released. And my middle girl, uh, Hannah, just turned five. And I wrote a song called Middle Girl um, about her that just will come out probably later this year. But okay. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. Yeah. But I know that you, you have, you know, you put Country Club out in May. You just put Numb out. They are so different. So why were you like, it's time for a ballad? I'm I'm ready for it. Um, you know what? It's uh, uh, for the first project, just for um, the first EP that came out, I wrote almost 250 songs for that just to kind of shape yeah. a, a packaged 
product and not all my, you know myself obviously with a lot of different people and co-writers and and whatnot but um sometimes you you get to work with people that just kind of bring a concept to a different kind of mold than you would normally do it and working with sam grow who i wrote numb with um we just kind of sat down as buddies and um i, I was like you know what I, I was watching uh whatever cartoon was on in the morning one morning and I have an 18 month old who just stares at the TV while we're making breakfast to keep her occupied. Admittedly, it's a terrible oh, yeah. habit, yeah. but it's true. And uh, I had, I was jotting down this, uh, just a chorus. And then I heard in the background while I was making eggs for them, um, the song rain, rain, go away was playing. And I was jotting down this stuff that was kind of, you know, a heavier topic about being numb in that point in a relationship when you're just so apathetic and over it. You can almost thank the person for killing all of the pain that they caused for you because you're like, I'm done with you. It's it. And then I heard rain, rain go away in the background. I'm like, what What if we combined like, you know, this pain, pain, go away concept with this apathy kind of a thing? And I brought it to Sam and he was like, oh, my God, man, let's go. And he like stood up. So sonically um, working with him, he produced uh, that song is, you know, alongside me with Billy Decker and um so it just kind of took a much different shape than the organic stuff, you know, of country club. And that's kind of what our band sounds like normally. So, you know, we're just, uh, we're trying all the things and it's just fun to work with people and get a different result and a perspective. Um, I think it just gives you a, a much broader scope of what, what's possible. So. Yeah. A little bit more dynamic, leave it to bluey to give you <laughs> song ideas. <laughs> is it bad that I watch bluey as an adult? Oh. It's such a good show. <laughs> it's so good. The dad and bluey is everything I aspire to be in life. Oh is my God. Is he not the funniest? He's the funniest. And actually my girlfriend and I, I think we're dressing up as the grannies for Halloween. I think that's going to be like our shtick. Oh my God. You have to post pictures and send them. I will. I will. Yeah. But to wrap things up here, what goals do you have for yourself? I know you hinted at some new music to honor your, your middle girl there, but what are some big goals you have for yourself that you want to check off by the end of this year? Well, um, before the end of this year, I'll definitely have another project out. Uh, you know, whether that's an EP or a full length, um, I, uh, I have a whole sort of underbelly of songs that I've been working on for a better part of about 10 years that I just, I couldn't, I wasn't emotionally ready yet to face with the first project. Um, brutally honest and transparent things that I've needed to say to myself so I can look myself in the mirror and say, you got it off your chest. You're good. Um, you can move on now mm -hmm. kind of thing. And that's going to be the next package that I put out. I want to take another moment to share even more about the upcoming Beach Life Ranch Music Festival. This three-day country festival coming to Redondo Beach, California, September 22nd through the 24th. You'll hear some of the best music right next to the ocean with performances from Brad Paisley, Winona Judd, Cody Jenks, and Midland. Get your tickets today at allcountrynews.com and we'll see you there. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening.
The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.